What's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Chatting with Phoenix. Thank you, thank you so much for joining me again. I'm so excited by all the responses. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback and also some constructive, you know, feedback to help me to be a better and more informed podcaster. So I really appreciate you guys, every single one of you. Uh, On today's episode, we're going to be talking about it's okay not to be okay. I think society has conditioned us to always go through life um, believing and thinking that, you know, we have to always pretend that things are okay in our lives when all, you know, they're not always that easy. Um, So we're just going to be, I have polled different people and asked their opinion um, on the subject matter. So I'm just going to go through my personal experiences with you guys and also kind of go through some experiences that other listeners, friends, or acquaintances have actually provided me. Because at the end of the day, um, no one's life is perfect. Um, however, our end goal is to make the best life that we can while we have it. Because life is so short, you guys. So stay tuned. It's okay not to be okay. But we have to get through the best way we can. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a public service announcement. It is okay not to be okay every day. Uh, We're not perfect. We're not robots. We're human beings that have feelings, that go through ups and downs. So it's impossible for us to be okay every single day. I feel like the world has conditioned us to believe that we're supposed to always be good or things are always going well in our lives. But in reality, that is not the case. A lot of us deal with anxiety, depression, panic attacks. Some people are, you know, do have, uh, are bipolar and have other um, mental illnesses. So with that being said, it is very, very important to check on your mental health. You definitely have to love yourself first before you can love anybody else. So we're just going to kind of talk about a lot of different topics that kind of go into it's okay not to be okay. I had to personally learn that myself. I really was conditioned to always smiling, always pretending like I'm always good, always being strong. You know, I got to get through the day. I got to get through the day. But I'm realizing more and more that it's okay to take time to, you know, let a friend or a family member know that, you know, things are not okay in my world. I need to talk to someone. 
I need to address some things. I have some things that are not resolved in my life. And often enough, you know, especially in the black community, you know, we're ingrained to be so strong or, you know, we feel like if we go talk to someone, a therapist, that something is wrong with us or we're crazy. But I strongly encourage any and everyone, if you need to talk to someone, um, yet it, let it be friend, family member, a professional, do what you have to do because your mental health is extremely important. And I want to be the first person to say that um, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to, you know, go through hard times. However, at the end of the day, the goal is to pick yourself back up, find a way to cope with what you're going through and learn to live your best life. So on today's podcast, we're going to be dealing with and talking about the topic. It's okay not to be okay. And I would love to hear you guys' responses. Feel free to message me or email me at thephoenixnow at gmail.com. That is thephoenixnow at gmail.com. A lot of us are suffering from childhood trauma, pain, disappointment, father issues, mother issues that have us stuck and kind of are bearing in our adult lives. Um, I know personally a lot of my friends, I mean, even like my closest friends, we did not grow up with a father. Uh, we were not introduced to that father-daughter bond, which really, in my mind, kind of sets the basis on your relationships, you know, as, as women with men, as you, you know, get to an age where you're dating or you marry some, you know, marry a guy. So I think it's very imperative for us as people in general, just to kind of be honest with ourselves and, you know, think about are we still dealing with something from our past or from our childhood that it continually is rearing its ugly head in our lives? Um, unfortunately, a lot of people have gone through sexual, mental, physical abuse, and you didn't deserve to go through any of this. However, we have to find a way to move forward. That way you live your best life. Because in my mind, um, the devil will definitely try to prevent anybody, you know, people will try to prevent anybody from reaching their full potential or completing that mission that they were meant to do with their life. So it is very imperative for us to kind of evaluate our lives and think about, dang, am I really still coping or have I not even confronted these demons that I'm dealing with? So, I mean, I know, especially within the black community, we're not very known to discuss seeking help, seeking therapy, going to the doctor about different issues, about different things that we have gone through. But it's definitely okay to go and talk to someone it's definitely okay to be like, hey, I'm not doing too good today. Hey, my mental health is not really right today. Hey, I've been kind of dealing with some stuff for months. I've been dealing with stuff for years. 
Um, it's quite okay to evaluate your situations and definitely make positive changes for the better. Life is very short to have any type of regrets or to be stuck in a situation or a place for a long point of time that you're not happy with. Um, But a lot of times we're stuck because of previous trauma. We're stuck because we don't feel like we're good enough. We're stuck because uh, our dads were not there. We're stuck because we're not as self-confident. Our self-esteem is not as high as we think it should be. We're stuck because people told us we would never amount to anything. We're stuck because our mothers were not there for, for us. It's a numerous amount of situations that could definitely, you know, rear its ugly head and make us think that, you know, we're not destined to be great, but we are destined to be great. So, I mean, I think this podcast is coming from me personally, from talking to a lot of different people, family, friends, dealing with my own issues. I recently had a major loss in my life. The woman who raised me since I was five years old recently passed away. And I've had to kind of, I've had to be stronger than I wanted to be. I've had to kind of go through the motions and, you know, realize like, dang, I can't call her no more. I can't hold her hand anymore. I can't, you know, laugh or see her go watch TV with her little things. I don't feel like I took them for granted, but I guess I didn't think that those moments would be gone so soon. However, with this situation, it has allowed me to realize like what I strive to do, what I strive to be is to use my voice, um, use the items that she instilled in me to help others, to motivate people to be better, to be honest with the situation Your testimony could actually push someone out of a bad situation. What you've gone through could actually motivate someone to be a better person or give them hope, give them strength that if you've gone through this, they can go through it. Um, Sometimes we don't take the time to listen to our own feelings. We don't listen to other people's feelings. You know, it's kind of time out for all that because life is definitely, definitely too short. So I think that as a people, in order for us to be great, we have to make sure that we are, you know, we're good mentally, physically, strong minded as far as doing what we have to do within our life. Whether it be if you have kids, if you're single, if you're married, if you have people who depend on you, um, it's kind of hard. I mean, people do it all the day, but it's difficult to you know, be there for others if you cannot be there for yourself. So definitely, definitely, definitely take the time out to make sure that you're okay. So we're going to come back and kind of discuss the topic a bit more, but we're also going to discuss different coping mechanisms, different things that you can kind of incorporate within your life to make better transitions or make better choices or coping mechanisms to get through the day better. Um, Because at the end of the day, we're all trying to live our best lives.
And not only is it women that are often not okay, a lot of men suffer in silence and feel oftentimes that they have to be very strong. Um, They can't cry. They can't be weak. Um, They can't let people know that things are not right in their life because out of embarrassment or they feel like they have to be so strong or macho all the time. But men have feelings just like women have feelings. Um, So it is imperative, you know, whoever you are and the people you love, it's imperative that you check on them, check on their mental health to see how they're doing. Don't always be so quick to judge people in their situations or question them about why they behave a certain way. Try to get to the bottom of it or let them know it's okay not to be okay all the time. It's okay to let someone know that you might need to vent or you might need a hug or someone just to be there to listen to you and understand that you might go through things at times. I think if we as people communicated a little bit better, and I'm even guilty of that myself, you know, I could listen a lot more to family, to friends, Um, definitely have tried to be a little bit more understanding if I've gotten older. Um, Because I know I felt like when I was younger that I really didn't, you know, factor in, you know, Mel's point of view all the time as far as their emotions. Um, We as women, sometimes, like I'm speaking for myself, I know like in the past, sometimes I feel like men had to be, you know, strong and their emotions were not valid and that's not right. So just, you know, moving forward, it's very, very important to check on the people that you love, the people that you care about. I know even with my coworkers, um, I've been at my job for a, a long time now. And a lot of me and my coworkers are very close knit. And a lot of people come and talk to me about different things. And, you know, sometimes people will be like, well, I'm not trying to overwhelm you. I'm like, no, it's okay. Because we have to have someone we can vent to. We have to have someone that can understand us and let us know like it's going to be okay just to kind of reassure us or even try to point us in the right direction. I'm very lucky to have a very strong support system of friends and family that does care about me. And, you know, a lot of my friends are always there to vent. I don't know what I would have done if I didn't have really good friends growing up or even now. They're always there to check on me and even tell me, you know, Brittany, it's okay. You know, if you're not Sometimes you don't have to be so strong. And I have I've had to learn that now more so than ever. Sometimes you you don't have to be so strong every day. You don't have to be like everything is okay. Your mental health is very important because if you don't, you know, check on yourself or be concerned about yourself, um you will you can lose yourself or you know, you can have a breakdown. Anything can really can happen. So it is very very important very important to give yourself time, space, energy to figure out how you can be the very best person that you were meant to be in this world. And just to wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen, it's important to find ways to cope and manage and deal with your stress, anxiety, depression, 
coping with the loss of a loved one, just anything that kind of has you in a space that you're not okay. Um, from kind of doing this podcast, I did a little bit of research and I visited a website. You guys should definitely check it out called verywellmind.com. That is www.verywellmind.com. Had a lot of good tidbits um, that I was able to gain as far as coping mechanisms. Um, most importantly, identify your stress. Find healthy ways to manage your stress, anxiety, and depressive symptoms. Take care of yourself. I know, like, for me personally, I love to walk. I think even when I was, like, a teenager, I loved to walk. It was a way to kind of release stress, um, jog, run, um, any of those things. Kind of keep your heartbeat moving. You know, take a hike, ride a bike, go to the gym. Um, those are very good ways to kind of deal with stress, anxiety. It's definitely a stress reliever, and I do enjoy that. So I would like to pass it along to everybody. Just kind of keep your heartbeat moving. Um, doing physical exercise kind of does help you cope with things a lot better. Um, many people enjoy writing, reading, uh, listening to music and other activities as a getaway. I have found prayer and venting to others to be very helpful. Um, and also with me, because um, I play the piano, I make beats. Making beats and kind of playing the piano is also getaway for me as well. I also enjoy like writing songs or poems. Um, and I actually polled some people and they said they like to write. Some people like to write and, you know, throw what they wrote away. Some people like to keep a journal um, just kind of as a getaway. Um, sometimes we can make a, a list of feelings that we don't like and kind of figure out a way to move forward. Um also, I, th I think it's very important that we as people make time to, you know, go get a pedicure, go get your feet done, go to a day spa, go, you know, plan a trip, even if it's like a weekend trip. I know a lot of people that tell me they never travel at all. And I feel like once you get bit by the travel bug, sometimes you don't know how to stop. And that's me personally. I had to kind of take a break from traveling to kind of, you know, focus on some other important areas. but. A good trip will definitely be a, a getaway, a good spa day. Just sometimes you got to take care of yourself, you know, to help you cope with your stress, anxiety, you know, depressive symptoms, getting um, getting through a loss. Just some, you know, good things to kind of incorporate in our lives to help us kind of, you know, move forward. Also, another thing, and I found this to be very, very important, um, you have to reduce clutter. Uh, within your household or your apartment. Sometimes when you have stuff all over the place, it seems like it builds on to your anxiety. It builds on to your stress. It builds on to making you feel like you're not in a good place. So, I mean, it's very important to, if you can, I know we all live and lead very busy lives, especially, you know, people who are parents to kind of keep everything in order. But um, believe it or not, and there's been a lot of studies done that, you know, reducing clutter, does kind of help you deal with, uh, you know, when you're not in a good mood or just, you know, whatever the case may be. Also, um, reduce procrastination. Um, another item I learned on this website is to create a wellness toolbox. Um, it kind of, with the wellness toolbox, you know, it'd be different things of items that can help you get in a better mood. Like it may say, 
Spend time with your pet if you have a pet. Spend time with your significant other. Spend time around caring people who, you know, will build you up and, you know, are not judgmental or will not tear you down. Uh, listen to soothing music. Take a bubble bath. Read a good book. Also, and this is very important, get a handle on your diet and exercise. And I know even with me, I, I seem I love to work out, but I don't always eat right like I should. So, you know, eating right is also, you know, linked to, you know, getting you through when you're stressed or anxiety or depressed or if you're, you know, dealing with the loss of a loved one. It is also very good to incorporate. And also, and this is something I've had, I'm dealing with, honestly, coping with grief. You know, it's, it's definitely very difficult when you lose someone, especially someone very close to you. Um, you have to give yourself time and realize that you're not going to get through this loss overnight. And I feel like you're only as big as your support system. Um, I really feel like I have had a lot of wonderful people, you know, be in my life. I've even had some friends that I hadn't talked to in years. Um, reach out to me and be there for me. A lot of coworkers, family, even some people who I thought would be there for me weren't. And people who I didn't expect for them to be there were there for me. So it's very, very, very important. I cannot stress this enough to have a great support system. Also, most importantly, you know, have a good relationship with God. I know everybody does not have the same beliefs. Um, but whatever higher power you may believe in and whatever you're on, you're doing with your spiritual walk, make sure that you strengthen that because that is very, very important when you're going through any of these items, you know, very important. Know where your health and your strength come from. Definitely pray, um, you know, ask God to be there for you. Um, I find that to be very, very significant and, you know, once again, learn and Realize where your health and your strength come from. Um, also, you have to be very patient with yourself. Know that change and being okay will not necessarily, you know, change overnight. But be patient with yourself. You know, the care and love that you may give to others, a lot of times we forget to give that to ourselves. And I had to learn that, you know, sometimes we are always going out of our way for other people. But it's okay to go out of your way for yourself sometimes. It's okay to appreciate and go all out for yourself, you know, because if your cup is half full, you can't give to anyone. You got to make sure your cup is replenished and you have enough stock and you have enough value and love for yourself before you can, you know, readily give it away to anybody else. Um, and also, you know, I'm learning and I've, I've kind of struggled with this as well. It's also important to get as much rest as you can. I know in these life and times, a lot of us work a lot of hours. A lot of people have kids or we have different duties we have to fulfill. But whatever the case is, try to work on getting plenty of rest because it definitely does, you know, affect your mood. Um, and, and also, I would like to say this as well. Once again, it's OK to, you know, say that you might need professional help. You know, it's OK to. Maybe have to go talk to a therapist or go talk to a doctor and let someone know that, you know, I've tried to do this on my own. I've tried to work through this situation. However, I'm still having a stumbling block. I'm still not getting to the next level. I'm still feeling depressed. I'm still my anxiety or, you know, different things are not working. I need to find 
a way to cope and to deal with this on a daily basis. Um, and also I learned today, I know there were helplines out there, but if anybody needs to hear this, um, there is a helpline. It's a S-A-M-H-S-A National Helpline. And if anybody needs this, like I said, do not be afraid or ashamed. Uh, the number is 1-800-662-4357. Once again, that is 1-800-662-HELP. And it is 4357. Um, a lot of people, you know, commit suicide. A lot of people, you know, they feel like they have no one to talk to. A lot of people are at their ends with and they decide. The best thing they should do is just take their lives. Um, but a lot of people don't realize, you know, a lot of people are left behind in this world and that's never the answer. So if you need help, definitely talk to people. Definitely uh, find a way to make it and live your best life. I mean, just to reiterate this, you guys, it's OK not to be OK. It's OK to realize like, hey, I'm not doing too good once again. It's okay. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean that, you know, you're not good enough. It doesn't mean anything at all. We're, we're humans. We're not robots. And sometimes we have to realize that we might need help. So uh, I would love to hear from everyone. Send me a message on the podcast. Uh, let me know what you would like to talk about. We have more special guests coming up soon. I appreciate everybody who has been joining in, everybody who's been texting me, calling me, letting me know that they want to hear another podcast. It really makes me feel very well. And I'm learning as I'm going, but definitely trying to, you know, deliver and give different um, topics to talk about. Okay. Well, email me once again at w.thephoenixnow um, at gmail.com. All right. Have a good day. Or maybe we could just be silent. Come on, come on, let's take a long walk around the park after dark. Find a spot for us to spark conversation, urbanization, stimulation. There are situations, temptation, education, relaxation, elevation. Maybe we could talk about something entirely.